So are you ready to take a journey, a customer journey, a transformative journey, a journey of digital transformation? Well, we could all afford to find out how that works and what that means in terms of no-code solutions to help automate digital experiences. To tell us about that, how it works, and why it matters, we have Hang Chan, the co-founder and CEO of Prelim. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. Hey, it's your host, Lou Carlozo, here to welcome a brand new sponsor to Bankadelic for 2022, Lemonade LXP. We are so excited to have them on board, and here's a word from them. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, Check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bankadelic coming to you this week from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And today on the podcast, we have Hang Chan. Hang is the co-founder and CEO of Prelim. That's a financial technology company focused on digitizing the customer journey from originations to account management for commercial banking and lending. Before founding Prelim, Chan was part of the product team at Blend. And prior to transitioning to the technology side of banking, he spent more than a decade working at Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, and Bank of America. We should also mentioned that Hank completed a joint MBA MA at Stanford. And yes, I am impressed. Hank, welcome to Bankadelic. Well, thank you, Lou. Now, I am new to the world of prelim. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to be as well. Walk us through how prelim works, what it does. How prelim works with our business customers, our business banks. We will actually go in there and set up all the applications the banks need integrate with the systems that are pertinent to the bank and make sure that we can actually get the product or service that the bank has signed up for. So this means the bank doesn't have to use any of your internal resources when it comes to engineering a product or design. We'll actually help with the initial launch. And later on, depending on the contract with the bank, we can continue to do that or the bank may say in the future, we may actually want to hire more technical talent and we can actually give control of the platform to the bank. You've got a really strong focus. Help us understand what Seamless means to you as you try to create these much better experiences for people. 
It just reminds me of my time working at the bank. I worked with hundreds of customers a year, thousands of customers over the years. And you really start understanding what customers want. It's like trying to give them a first-class experience, realizing things are not perfect inside the bank and you have multiple individuals that you need to coordinate things with. But also, you can't overpromise, even though you have the best intentions of giving them a great customer experience. They might run into someone else tomorrow who is part of your bank and they think of the bank as one whole. So what we really mean by seamless experiences, when you're trying to, for example, open a business bank account, you know, most banks that are not Bank of America, Wells Fargo, many of these large banks, they actually struggle with opening a business bank account in less than five days. And you might ask, well, why is that? It's because of their complexity. Unless you're a sole proprietor, you need information about multiple individuals at your business, but also you need to complete certain tasks to verify their identity, but also verify the business identity. The other side of it is really the process of getting approved for even a business bank account requires multiple individuals at the bank to approve. So once you take it those all into consideration, you realize to provide a great customer experience that's seamless, you really have to move that more towards using technology. So that way you can support complexity, but you also can connect to systems that you already use today to automate things that were usually done by hand by employees of the bank within minutes. And if you can provide that seamless experience, I would say impressive experience that customers have grown to get accustomed to as they're using these new services such as you know, Uber, Lyft, or even DoorDash, right? And we're seeing much of the facets of consumers' lives change where they're saying, well, banking should be not too far behind according to their expectations. Yeah, and there are a lot of things consumers don't know about, the regulation, the compliance demands, and yet... <laughs> probably don't care, right? They really just want that great experience. They want things to happen. Uber is a fantastic example, right? You just open up the app. The last time I was in San Francisco, it was Uber, Uber, Uber everywhere. And it was incredible. What do you think it's going to take to get us to that point? Or do you feel that we're already getting there? I think we're very far away. With the past, I would say, two years, We've seen a dramatic shift in desire for banks to actually want to build experiences that are great. We are getting closer with Prelim. We work with a number of large banks, anywhere from you know billion to over 100 billion in deposit size. And most of the banks we work with are really focused on that business customer because they're not going to compete with you know the trillion dollar banks in the country for consumers because they're really focused on their local businesses that they support, but also. We're seeing a shift in market territory with the technology that we're providing because now you don't have to operate just in New York City or just in Florida state. You can actually expand across the whole country, assuming you have the right licenses. So we're moving more towards a world where it's a branchless world, where technology is going to be, I think, the driving force behind or the infrastructure behind providing these great customer experiences. But I mean, really to answer your question, there's quite a bit of work to do. And what has to exist to make it possible, as you can imagine, most banks across the country, I think the biggest challenge is they usually don't have engineering team members to build technology themselves, so they're relying on vendors. And the approach that we took differently at Prelim is we decided to build a platform 
for you to support any product or service at the bank versus a software product, which is very limited in what it can do. So for example, if you're a, a business or commercial bank, you can imagine you're probably offering anywhere from 30 to 100 different products and services at your bank. Each one of them should be provided all online, which is very hard to do when a vendor says, well, we're going to build one product and that one product can only serve one of 100 needs that you have. There's this really interesting dimension. Not everybody considers it about how automation and low code works into all of this, especially with the smaller banks that need an advantage in terms of competition. I wonder if you could walk us through what you're seeing there and why it's important. No code and low code solutions out in the marketplace are really generalized. What I mean by that is they're not built for banking. They're built for government, insurance, a number of different businesses. So what you end up getting is a platform that's actually very hard to make work for banking. What we have decided to do differently is this focus really exclusively on banking. So that means everything is purposely built for banking, but also you can connect with the systems that you use today. For example, you know if you're on FIS, any number of systems or on Fiserv or Jack Henry or Finastra, we integrate with those systems because our customers have asked us to complete those integrations previously. So the customers that are using us are benefiting from the groundwork we've already done with other banks across the country. You know, that's just the foundation that you need. The other side of it is really building workflows that the bank may have that are different from other banks, right? So that local no-code tool will allow you to customize those processes to work for your bank. And also, I mentioned earlier, you're going to have a number of different systems that you need to connect to to automate that customer experience. So making it possible for you to say, well, what if I wanted to connect to Fiserv Premier? And for some reason, you just don't have a connection to them. Can I just connect them myself? Or can I offer that to maybe a developer that I've hired? So we actually provide tools for you to do just that. Or you may say, well, what if we want to connect to a different provider that you guys don't connect to that we really like. So we actually make sure that our platform is open so that way you can connect directly. And the problem that really solves is cutting down the time to deploy because you can use our tools that have everything already pre-built. All you need to really do is enter, for example, different passwords or credentials to you to connect to different systems. That's fantastic because what you've taken me through here are some scenarios where the financial institution has a need. You've just said, here's what we can do. Here's how we can do it. I'm going to walk us back even further, though, to that banker who might be out there. And if they could, they would say to you, hang, this is great. I get it. I think this is wonderful. I just don't even know how to start. What would you tell them? The most common use case for us is opening business bank accounts and automating that process because that really opens up the doors to so much. At first, you have a complete profile of that business customer. And next, what we find out is most business banks want to do business loans. And as part of the requirement to open a business account or to get a business loan is that you have to open a business account, right? So what we're seeing is now we can serve that customer who needs to come to the bank as a brand new customer and make sure that first impression on them is a great experience. 
And then over time, what we find out is they're going to want to add on business lending, whether that's SBA, loans for real estate secured lending. What we're finding is it expands from there, but that business banking use case is so key. And I would say we also have heard the feedback where executives say, well, we're flush with deposits right now. That's not a big priority for us. But I would argue that you're going to want these relationships from these business customers. And I think if you look at it long term, you know, over the next few years, you're going to want to make sure that you provide that great experience. And I would say not to give away any information that we know about our banks is there's going to be more and more fintech companies that are going to want to partner with business banks. And so if you use a platform like ours, you can provide via API to your fintech partners who actually have customers and they just want to have a partnership with the bank to open that account. But they're going to expect that bank to have an API that they can utilize to open accounts without having to talk to the bank or have their customers wait. Well, there's no point in waiting, right, when you are there and Prelim is there to walk us into the future. I got to tell you, I think what you're describing is fantastic. Hopefully, we will be talking again real soon. Hang, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. Hang Chan is the co-founder and CEO of Prelim. He is based in the San Francisco area. You can look for Hang on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services, which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q U O N. TICbank.com. Forget about fintech. 2022? That's the year of Lutech. The kind of a year when you can open up a checking account online in seconds, as long as it's in my name. The kind of a year when community banks will stand in line. <laughs> 
<laughs> for the privilege of addressing my pain points. The kind of a year when I can just sit back and record a podcast simply by thinking about it. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Three Bullseyes. Number one. We're moving more towards a world where it's a branchless world, where technology is going to be, I think, the driving force behind or the infrastructure behind providing these great customer experiences. Number two. To provide a great customer experience that's seamless, you really have to move that more towards using technology. You can support complexity, but you also can connect to systems that you already use today to automate things that were usually done by hand. Number three. Customers have grown accustomed to impressive experiences as they're using these new services such as you know, Uber, Lyft, or even DoorDash, right? We're seeing much of the facets of consumers' lives change where they're saying, well, banking should be not too far behind according to their expectations. And now, lose views. On today's podcast, Hang Chan was very forthright in answering a question about customer experience and financial services. And he said, we still have a long way to go. It was very common not that long ago to compare the seamlessness of Amazon and other e-commerce companies to what wasn't going on in banking and what might be possible. I agree with Hang. We still have a long way to go, but there is reason to be hopeful. First of all, the pandemic has taught us how far and how fast technology can go in just a short period of time. And we saw the fruits of that right through the PPP process into getting things much more automated and digital because bank branches were closed. The proof was in what was actually accomplished. So what if it's time now to level set, to say with those technological hurdles cleared, we can go back to the problem of customer service? Regulations, compliance, strict measures that banks must go by don't make it a slam dunk. Now that said, fintechs are emerging with revolutionary technologies and banking as a service is becoming more and more popular every day. There is so much going on around us that should give us reason to be hopeful, but hope won't be enough. We're going to have to work hard and if we don't think we can do that, well, the customers are going to ask us to do it. They're going to demand that we do it. And if we're serious about our commitment to customers, we need to rise to the occasion. And I believe we will. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. Rink-a-dink-dink-dink. Until next time, so long.
Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.